Odin is a mysterious wisdom bringer and god of the Norse and Germanic people. But in this video, I'll explain why I think he is so much more and is the key in understanding our ancient past and the religion of the sun. I believe that Odin was a real historical person that became mythologized over many thousands of years and that he may actually be one of the great wisdom bringers who reinitiated civilization and taught the religion of the sun in different parts of the world following the catastrophe at the end of the last ice age, around 9,500 BC. The origins of Odin are unknown, but one thing is for sure, they are very ancient. One theory suggests that he was originally an Indo-European deity that spread with the diffusion of Indo-European culture, religion and language into Europe, including into Germany and Scandinavia many thousands of years ago. To understand Odin, we don't need to just confine ourselves to Europe though as there exist legends of similar wisdom bringers just like Odin in many different cultures, like in Egypt and in Central and South America. Each of the legends from these seemingly unrelated places recalled that following a great natural cataclysm, a wisdom bringer arrived, accompanied by a number of disciples and helpers, to teach the local population the basics of civilization, such as agriculture, writing, building, and even how to live together as husband and wife, giving them laws to live by, an understanding of ethics, and also importantly, teaching them spirituality. The spiritual teaching these wisdom bringers gave also shares many similarities, as it was the same religion, the religion of the sun. Odin is known by the name of Wotan in German. Incredibly, this same name is given to the wisdom bringer in Central America, where he was also called Wotan. Throughout Central and South America, there are similar local legends that record the arrival of a wisdom bringer from a far foreign land across the ocean. In one legend, he is described as coming from a land far east, which would place his origins from the direction of Europe and Africa, and he is described as being Caucasian in appearance. Throughout Central and South America, they give a wisdom bringer with the same appearance, different names, each according to their local language. But again, the descriptions share many similarities. To the Inca people of Peru, their wisdom bringer was called Viracocha and both Odin and Viracocha are described as wanderers. In Norse legend, Odin was said to go away on long journeys. It sounds like Odin was called a wanderer because he wandered and traveled the world teaching civilization and the religion of the sun. Odin or Wotan was said to have imparted the knowledge of writing to the peoples of Scandinavia. The alphabet he taught was called runes, and each letter is believed to have a significance. Likewise, Wotan in South America is also credited with bringing the people there the language of hieroglyphic signs, and there are even stones in South America that were carved with runes in ancient times. Even the descriptions of Odin's appearance are similar to those of Viracocha and Wotan in Central and South America. Both describe him as a man with fair skin and beard, wearing a long robe and as holding a staff. For those who are familiar with the Lord of the Rings series by Tolkien, the character of Gandalf is based on Odin. Another name a wisdom bringer sharing the same characteristics was known by in Central America was Kukul Khan, meaning feathered serpent. Again, this name shares similarities with the name of another legendary figure in Europe called Kukalan, but this time from Ireland. These wisdom bringers are described as dressing in a very similar way to the ancient Druids, and it seems very likely that the dress of the Druids and their religion of the sun was inherited from the teachings of this or these same wisdom bringers that traveled the world. But very importantly, Odin, Wotan, Viracocha, Kukul Khan, and Kukalan are all connected to the religion of the sun. 
In Norse mythology, Odin's symbol is a solar cross, and he is celebrated at the winter solstice. The legendary Kukalan of Ireland was said to be a descendant of the sun, just as Viracocha and Wotan were in South America. Wotan, Viracocha and Kukulkan were said to have established many of the ancient megaliths and step pyramids that are aligned to the sun, the solstices and equinoxes in Central and South America, and pyramids with the same design and alignments can be found in many other parts of the world, including Egypt. Which brings us to yet another legendary wisdom bringer, this time in Egypt where he was called Osiris. Here is a quote from the eminent Egyptologist E. A. Wallace Budge on Osiris. Quote, he taught them how to till the earth and how to sow and reap crops. He formulated a code of laws for them and made them to worship the gods and perform service to them. He then left Egypt and traveled over the rest of the world, teaching the various nations to do what his own subjects were doing. He forced no man to carry out his instructions, but by means of gentle persuasion and an appeal to their reason, he succeeded in inducing them to practice what he preached." End quote. So according to this, Osiris initiated civilization in Egypt and then left to travel the rest of the world, wandering from place to place like Odin and Viracocha, teaching civilization and the religion of the sun. Could we be talking about the same person here, or perhaps different people from the same group? In some of the oldest Egyptian, Vedic and Mesopotamian legends, a group of seven sages are recorded as sailing out in boats to reinitiate civilization after a great catastrophe. Now here's another quote from the mysterious text called the Colbrun, which is said to contain ancient records of Egypt that were smuggled out of Egypt during a time when spiritual knowledge was being persecuted there and taken for safekeeping to the heartland of the Druids in Wales. Here's the quote. In this fertile black land, which is Egypt, there are those who worship the sun, and they call it the greatest and most bountiful among all gods, the seer of heaven, the orb of glory. They tell many tales about the coming of the sun people and of the land from whence they came. They also tell of the squalid manner in which men dwelt before the golden one, which in this case is referring to a man called Usira, and elsewhere Yosira, which sounds a lot like Osiris, led his people hence. The servant of the sun, which is Usira, Osiris, brought the people together and put rulers over them. He showed them, man and woman, how to dwell together in contentment as husband and wife. He instructed them in the sowing of corn and in the growing of herbs, etc. Then when he departed, he bade the people not to weep, for though he went to his father, the son would adopt them as his children and all could become sons of the son. Thus many became sons and servants of the son and they believed what they had heard, that the son was their father and the light of goodness overlooking the whole land. It is this light that sustains all living things, but within it is the greater light which sustains the spirit. It is the light that enlightens the hearts of men. When their guide and leader left, the people knew themselves as children of the sun. End of quote. Remarkably, Viracocha in South America taught the local peoples that he was a representative of the sun and a child of the sun, just as Osiris did in Egypt. And just like the Egyptians, the Inca of South America also referred to themselves as children of the sun, revering the sun as their father. On Easter Island, which is a remote island off the coast of South America, there are numerous huge stone statues called Moai. These statues are actually all carved in the likeness of Viracocha, and many are aligned to the sun on the solstices and equinoxes. The likeness of Viracocha is found repeated in these statues much like you would find the likeness of Buddha or Jesus repeated in countless icons today. 
So what kind of scale of religion are we looking at here that such huge megaliths would be erected in the likeness of Viracocha, which is possibly also Odin's, that civilizations with giant pyramids, advanced knowledge, and religions in which Odin, Osiris, Kukulkan, Kukalan, and Viracocha become mythologized as their chief gods. And how old is this religion? The position of the hands on the statues of Easter Island are the same as those found on a statue unearthed at Gobekli Tepe in what is now Turkey, a site believed to date to around 9,500 BC, precisely when the last ice age ended after the world experienced a devastating cataclysm and human civilization began again. And Odin, Kukulkan and Viracocha were all recorded in local legends as being involved in the rebuilding of civilization after a former human age was destroyed by a global catastrophe. In Norse legend, this catastrophe is called Ragnarok. And in Central and South America, it was said to be the transition from the age of the fourth to the fifth sun. And both of these catastrophes are described as having the same characteristics as a global cataclysm that occurred at the end of the last ice age. These legends also correlate with the archeological evidence on the ground. For example, the oldest known depiction of Kukulkan, which is found in Central America, shows him carrying a very unique looking bag, which is also carved onto the megaliths of Gobekli Tepe in Turkey, and is even depicted as being carried by similar wisdom bringers who brought civilization to other parts of the world. These similarities, among many others, would indicate that either the same personage of Kukulkan and Viracocha, or people from the same group, were present at the building of Gobekli Tepe in Turkey, and also at ancient sites in Central and South America, such as Tiwanaku in Bolivia, which local history say Viracocha rebuilt after a huge natural disaster, and which is carved with his image. But the mystery deepens even further, as the teachings of these wisdom bringers share similarities with another more modern wisdom bringer you would have heard of, called Jesus. While Osiris and Viracocha speak of the children of the sun, Jesus speaks of the children of light. Osiris and Viracocha worked miracles, and so did Jesus. Osiris says he is a son of the sun, Jesus a son of the heavenly father. Osiris says that all people can become sons of the sun, and likewise Jesus said that people can become sons of the living father. Odin, Kukulkan, and Jesus share other similarities. Odin crucified himself as an act of self-sacrifice on the world tree. Jesus was crucified as an act of self-sacrifice on a cross. And Kukulkan is depicted on a cross, and even as being crucified with his side pierced, an Odin symbol, the solar cross, beneath him. Both Odin and Jesus are wounded with a spear, both hang for a time associated with the number nine, and both descend to the underworld after their crucifixion. It appears all three of these figures were representing the same thing. These similarities are simply too numerous and specific to ignore as mere coincidence. I believe what we are looking at here is something epic in proportions. Odin is more than a god of the Norse pantheon. He may have been the same person as Osiris and Viracocha, or one of a number of wisdom bringers from the same group that set out on a divine mission around 11,500 years ago. Odin may have helped establish human civilization, the building of many of the world's sacred places, and initiated the practice of the religion of the sun throughout the world, the same religion of the sun which Jesus taught in secret. Indeed, Odin, or Wotan, the great wanderer, is a profound mystery, 
He appears to be a blending of a human with divinity, what is known as a feathered serpent, the son of a son, the Christ, who taught humanity the great mysteries of life and founded the spiritual beginnings of our current human period.